What do you want? And what is this you that is attached or wants, right? If you see yourself as a seeker, what brought you to this podcast? How did you land upon this moment, right? And what is the root cause of suffering? And what is suffering? What is the nature of suffering? What does it mean to suffer? And in today's world, most suffering is mental. It is our constant conversation with ourself, our neurotic conversation with ourself, with a voice in our head that we immediately believe is true and rarely think to question this voice in our head. This is the nature of the suffering nature of mind, right? And the root cause of mind is the sense, I am me. And the I is what craves or has desire for things, for people, money, power, sex, the things of this world, pleasure. But the root of attachment and desire is the sense of me. And it's this sense of me that must be seen through as the supreme illusion. It must be seen through as the supreme illusion. Your ego is not real, but it feels real because your body feels, right? And your body experiences all kinds of emotions, all kinds of experiences, and has three primary powers. The mind can remember, project, and imagine. Those three powers sit on top of this sense of me, the sense of I. And it's those three powers of mind that are the root cause of suffering. And the root of that root is the sense of me, or this feeling, I am my body. But is this really true? And this is the nature of inquiry, is to examine what is really true. Who are you really? This is the essence of this teaching, right? To discover who is this who, to cut through the root of all suffering, all attachment, all desire. Because you cannot be attached to anything or desire anything unless you think that you are your body. It's really that simple. And it's a very deep belief because of the feeling nature of the body. And when we seek freedom, we're seeking to break free of the suffering nature of mind or we're seeking to end the millions of years of karmic rebirth, birth and death, birth and death, birth and death, right? We're seeking to end that. We are looking for an end. 
And if you found that end, what would it give you that you don't already have? This is the core question, right? What do you think freedom will give you that you don't already have? This is part of the supreme illusion, the trick, or the feeling, I'm not free, I am bound, I am suffering, so I must do something to find freedom, right? To end this suffering, to end the karmic cycle of birth and death. I've got to do something, or find something, or attain something in order to be free. And it's this objectification of freedom that creates this endless cycle of searching and never finding or having moments of bliss that are always replaced with the return of suffering when you go back to your ordinary state of consciousness. So what is freedom? What does it mean to be free? What is mind? What is this ego, this sense I am the body? What is it really? And it's in the willingness to stop and intimately examine what it is really that you can begin to see through the supreme illusion that leads to suffering, all kinds of suffering. War is a reflection of egoic identification. Any war, the war inside, the war outside. And yes, war causes tremendous suffering. It never solves anything. The war with yourself and the war on the outside is the suffering nature of mind and egoic identification. So everything is tied to this sense, me, or I am my body. The I is the root cause of all of it, of all forms of suffering. The root cause of the deep belief that you have problems, that there are nothing but problems in your life, or that you're unhappy, or that you're bound. It's all tied to this I. You can't have attachment or desire if you discover the source within you that is free of attachment and desire. It is free of emotion. It's even free of states of bliss because we tend to seek bliss on the spiritual path as a kind of proof that we're making progress. I went to a retreat and I was blissed out for six months. I've heard that so many times, or even a year, or even a week. But the bliss always disappears because that bliss is a state of consciousness produced by seeing through the mind, even if you don't realize that that's what's happening. If you're with a guru and you're experiencing bliss, it's because you've let go of the past, the future, the sense of self. You've fallen into the truth of yourself. And this can happen in an instant, just by looking at the form 
of a realized guru. This can happen. You can fall into bliss. But the suffering returns because you haven't realized what is causing your suffering. How does it happen? Not the why it's happening, but how did your suffering happen? How did you experience fear? How did anxiety return or doubt or sadness? How did it happen? Did you have a feeling first, a thought that took you to the past? Because all forms of sadness live in past or its past projected onto the future. But all of that is tied to the sense of me, the I, which is the supreme illusion that you are this person with a body, in a body. And it's the body that has the problems, the feelings, the emotions. And that will continue even after realization. It's not like you become totally numb, right? But your perception has changed so radically. It's a radical shift in perception. It's a radical seeing through this root cause of suffering. This is realization. And from the deep recognition that you are the formless presence, the omniscience of God, the omniscience that has no name, sunyata, nothing, beyond nothing, beyond all concepts of nothing. When you deeply feel and know that you are that presence which was never born, when you become fully self-realized, there is no suffering because you are not attached to this I any longer. You recognize that you have a body, but you're not the body. On a deep level, you recognize that you were never born and cannot possibly die. This essence that you are is the nature of freedom. And the only thing that keeps you from recognizing it is the fog of mind, the fog of belief the fog of your internal conversation with yourself that creates a kind of fog or a veil that hides this living truth that you are. And this living truth is like the sun. If you give your attention to the sun, the fog of mind dries up and vanishes because the mind itself is not real this sense that you are the person that you think you are, this I am me, vaporizes in the light of the sun, the illumination of your consciousness. So you have a choice. You can give your attention to the mind and the endless conversation unfolding in your own head, or you can stop doing that and give your attention instead to the emptiness, the stillness, the silence of your own heart. And the more and more and more you give your attention to this indescribable presence of the heart, then the more and more and more you realize that you are endless, 
indescribable peace, happiness, love, freedom. Freedom beyond all ideas of freedom. Love beyond all ideas of love. This is the essence of who you really are. This love that lives in your heart. But you have free will to choose where you're going to give your attention. So if you're going to give your attention to your mind and continue the belief system that you are this person, then I guarantee that you will have moments of happiness, but mostly you'll be miserable. Mostly you'll just be struggling with one problem after another. The peace I am talking about is free of all of that, free of all the mental movements, the three powers of mind to remember, imagine, and project. It's free of all of that. It's free of your circumstances, free of karma, free of the karmic wheel of suffering. It is already fully self-realized. So this deep sense that you are the doer, you are the one who is seeking freedom, is the root cause of your suffering, right? So you have to see through who is the meditator, who is the sufferer, who suffers. How does the suffering happen? There has to be this intimate examination so that this radical shift in your perception can happen. Otherwise, you're trapped in this endless movement of mind from the past to the future. Past, future. The movements and strategies of mind to protect yourself, which ultimately will fail. The body will die. Cancer, heart attack, plane crash, automobile accident, right? Disease old age the body will die and if you're identified with the body this can be terrifying the thought that I will die right if you believe you're the body and the body dies then you die but if you discover this living truth and you recognize immediately that how can you possibly die your infinite consciousness pure awareness it's not a feeling state. So it's not bliss as an emotion. It is bliss as the stateless state of pure, aware consciousness that you already always are and eternally will be. This is the source of freedom, the eternal spring in your own heart. And one sip of that water one deep realization that you are the omniscience, right? You are the eternal consciousness of the one presence. Then you experience this pure state of bliss, which is not an emotion. It is the essence of who you are and always will be the eternal nature that is free of everything. And to see that for this for yourself, you have to stop and see who is this me? What is this me? What is your name? Is it even real? 
what is this body that you seem to be walking around in? Is it real? The body changes from birth until death, right? And anything that changes is not real. So when you stop and look deeply in your own heart to the source of me in your heart, this is where freedom lives. As Ramana said, this is where freedom is eternally. You choose. You want to give your attention to your mind? Fine. Then you'll keep seeking, you'll keep looking, you'll keep suffering. The patterns will repeat over and over and over again. Birth, death, problems, pain, emotional ups and downs. This will be your life forever until you finally say enough enough of this insanity I'm going to give my full attention to the living presence in my own heart and be the freedom that I already am thank you so much for listening this is Koshi and I'll be talking to you again soon